say it's a fine morning or I'll shoot you. Good morning, start. podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Herring, and today is June 3rd, 2016. Hey, wow. I think we finally did it, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. When you're doing this on your own for the first time, it is like, whoo, man, you remember trying to ride a bicycle as a kid? Hey, I'm just telling you, man, it's, uh, it is, I cannot do this audio stuff because you get so sucked into it. The, uh, the whole production behind the scenes stuff, and it's just like, when there's a problem and you haven't done anything different, it's because you did something different, but you just don't know it yet. <laughs> just telling you. Oh, man, so it feels good. Well, basically, that means this would probably be my third or fourth take this morning, and this is driving me crazy because I've been, you know, well, that's probably why it's going to be the best one yet. Woo! Yeah, that's how you have to think of it, though, because when you're lazy about it, you get subpar product. And you know what? Nobody likes subpar product. You want to see that uh, we put in the work, you did the time, you do the crime, you do the time. <laughs> but yeah, so let's talk about today's episode real quick. We're going to cover uh, The Alchemist, which is one of the best-selling books on Amazon, and I think it has been for years. The audiobook has been one of my favorites. It's just the classic, you know, hero story, not hero, but uh, what's the epic saga, travels into magical land and seeks out this life-changing treasure he has a dream about, and the whole story is basically just following your intuition, and if you are, if you are willing to listen and pay attention to things like omens, uh, you know, those little synchronicities, those coincidences in life, if you pay attention, they're there for a reason. They're telling you something. So I know a lot of things in today, in our lives, it all is, what's the word? We overlook that stuff. You know, they don't teach us in school or anywhere to deal with, like, anything that's not physical, you know? Um, and that's, that's such a problem, though, because there's a lot of stuff that, you know, I have no idea what it is, and I'll probably never be able to prove it, but... It, there's just too much of it, and it, once you start to notice it, it's there. <laughs> and it's just, you, you sound crazy, so people don't talk about it because you sound crazy, but I am crazy, so I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious You lost us. Can you just call it something cool, like the Ninja Report? <laughs> it's just, that's very funny to me. <laughs> Y'all ain't laughing, though. Time to nut up or shut up. You've got a real attitude problem, McFly. You're a slacker. The Alchemist. Boom. Check it out. The boy said nothing. He got up, adjusted his clothing, and picked up his pouch. I'll work for you, he said. And after another long silence, he added, I need money to buy some sheep. The boy had been working for the crystal merchant for almost a month, and he could see that it wasn't exactly the kind of job that would make him happy. The merchant spent the entire day mumbling behind the counter, telling the boy to be careful with the pieces and not to break anything. But he stayed with the job because the merchant, although he was an old grouch, treated him fairly. The boy received a good commission, 
for each piece he sold and had already been able to put some money aside. That morning he had done some calculating. If he continued to work every day as he had been, he would need a whole year to be able to buy some sheep. I'd like to build a display case for the crystal, the boy said to the merchant. We could place it outside and attract those people who pass at the bottom of the hill. Well, I've never had one before, the merchant answered. People will pass by and bump into it and pieces will be broken. Well, when I took my sheep through the fields, some of them might have died if we had come upon a snake, but that's the way life is with sheep and with shepherds. The merchant turned to a customer who wanted three crystal glasses. He was selling better than ever, as if time had turned back to the old days when the street had been one of Tangier's major attractions. Business has really improved, he said to the boy after the customer had left. I'm doing much better, and soon you'll be able to return to your sheep. Why ask more out of life? I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> You know, there's so much that happens in life, and people just overlook it and brush it off. You know, moments where, you know, I was looking for one thing, but I found something else, and I haven't seen that thing in years. Or, you know, I was just about to call this person, and then they knocked on my door. And all these sort of deals, it's kind of like, those are little itsy-bitsy pieces, but once you start picking them up and noticing them, all of a sudden, it's like, well, I, there's like purpose now. I met this person for this reason, Years later, you know, that they serve at you and whatever goal is going on, like a, a huge purpose. And you just got to be open to breaking habits and trying different things and don't get stuck in routine because all this stuff that's, you know, implemented, it's kind of, you almost don't have a choice. You have a nine to five, there's nine to five Monday through Friday of your life gone. And then you have to sleep. So how much free time do you really have? which is why people fall into the simple routine stuff, you know, because it's easy, you know, it's hard to start projects and get creative with four hours of time after being dead and n having to deal with kids. And th th as soon as you have kids, it's over. I don't know, I'm, I'm just no, <laughs> I don't have kids. I'm just saying that I know as soon as I was around, if I had to deal with me as a little kid, I would, I'd be like, oh my God, just die already. <laughs> you little monster, you have so much energy, go like, run around in the field. That's probably when my mom just let me hang out. You know, she's like, go play outside. And I'm like, okay. As if time had turned back to the old days when the street had been one of Tangier's major attractions. Business has really improved, he said to the boy after the customer had left. I'm doing much better, and soon you'll be able to return to your sheep. Why ask more out of life? Because we have to respond to omens, the boy said, almost without meaning to. Then he regretted what he had said because the merchant had never met the king. It's called the principle of favorability, beginner's luck. Because life wants you to achieve your personal legend, the old king had said. But the merchant understood what the boy had said. Any ideas for, you know, shows you books you'd like to cover more in depth? I'd be happy to do that. Um, your request is my uh, pleasure to help, and if you want to be a guest, hit me up. I can, we can cover a book that you've read, or you know, a special one you want to read. I've been given actually a couple good uh, suggestions. The Illustrated Man uh, by a friend of mine, and I actually did listen to that, and 
that sounds pretty heavy. It's very good. On the roster for the next couple episodes, though, we have Fight Club coming up by Chuck uh, Palmek. Chuck, I don't know how to say his last name, but he's from Portland. And one of the best Brad Pitt movies out there is also an even better book, believe it or not. Um, and that's, for me, woof. If you can nail both of them, if you can nail the cinematic quality and then you can kill it, you know, inside my head and do the same, uh, the book's actually a little bit darker. And so getting that on the screen to, and putting it on the podcast is going to be really exciting. So uh, we'll loop back to Harry Potter. We got the... Uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm going to keep it there. Let's do some mystery for those who... Uh, who want to? Who want? Who want to know? But who will never know? Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'll tell you guys. All right. So we got the uh, after Fight Club. We're gonna do an episode on Catcher in the Rye. We got Lord of the Rings, and I'm gonna start with Lord of the Rings, and then do The Hobbit, or vice versa, because I'm not actually sure. I remember reading The Hobbit back in elementary school, um, and I liked The Hobbit, but I don't know how I feel about Lord of the Rings. That's a good. That's gonna be a good episode because. Famously known for describing a leaf of grass, thin, tall, many, swaying, connected to dirt, connected to more dirt, connected to trees, stepped on, bent, hobbit, seen. <laughs> uh, follow, and then one of my personal all-time favorites that has actually been my main inspiration for being a writer, period, is uh, Alice in Wonderland. And that one, I know, I know a lot. I mean, it's beyond the book and beyond everything, beyond the movies. And forget you, Tim Burton. You're creative genius, but you tainted one of the greatest with your whatever the heck you did with that. Seriously, I'm just disappointed in him. <laughs> I'd put him in timeout. I'd be like, go make another Edward Scissorhand and see how you feel, because you know it won't be as good. You're better than that, Burton. Uh, I'm not sure how much I know about this next one, because I have not read it, not seen it, nothing, nothing, nothing. But obviously, it blew up a little while ago, a couple years ago, the whole Fifty Shades series. I don't know. I don't know if I want to step into that. It sounds kind of dangerous. You know, I'm not really high risk, high reward kind of guy. I don't know. I'm just saying. But then, after that, whether we decide to or not, we have Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill, the book that changed my life. And I'm going to leave it at that. So if anyone wants to sneak peek it on YouTube, it's there. Uh, sit down and give yourself, keep an open mind first. Sit down, keep an open mind, and allot yourself two hours to sit and listen. Because I guarantee you, if you make it past two hours, you won't, you will have to finish it eventually. Like, I literally would start listening to it more because I wake up and I listen to podcasts or I listen to books. Like, that's just how I start my morning. And I remember sitting on the floor uh, next to the bed and just being stuck going, oh my god, oh no, what? And then, yeah, I ended up just like the whole the rest of my day got I just scrapped it all, sent it off into that world, and just listened to the whole thing and went, well, I need to reevaluate what I'm doing with life. Um, and then we're going to, this is going to be the last two episodes that I, that I, that I talk about, I think, before we kind of reevaluate what's going on with the whole podcast thing. Uh, seven habits of highly effective people and dealing with emotional intelligence. So these are the two 
first audiobooks, mine is Harry Potter, because that one doesn't count. I mean, seriously. But these are the two first books that I like listened to individually. Um, went out and found by accident. I had two copies of Seven uh, Habits of Highly Effective People. Two owned paperback copies, which I had never read. Um, I, I don't even know how that happens, to be honest, but truthfully, it just, uh, it just did. And sometimes, depending on what the book is, like, I just almost can't pick it up. It's, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm allergic to certain types of paper, but it's, it's like I want to. There's nothing greater. I have desire. The desire is there. But, uh, you know, growing up and have you know, tension problems and ADHD is, uh, is, a, is something you have to learn how to deal with. You can't just uh, pretend it's not real, but it's not real. I don't believe in that. You know, there's nothing wrong with uh, anyone. It's more like how you learn to function and deal. And if you don't fit the uh, if you don't fit the bill, we're not going to hire you, sort of thing. So, all right, well, do my own thing, <laughs> and this is my own thing, and I like my thing. So, thank you very much, sir. But yeah, so um, eventually got I finally found it, and it just turned up one day at uh, Office Depot in the in the buy now section right before you check out, and I'm just going, oh my god, audiobook. I have to have this right now. And so I bought it and I listened to it and it was super helpful, actually. Something that really, it started the wave of change in my life to bring me here right now, you know, start listening and just doing better and doing better for others and passing it on, you know, live, love, pass it on sort of deal. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, so I'm gonna call that an episode. We'll work this out and then um, hopefully we'll have the website coming to you really soon. Uh, we're gonna have uh, the podcast out there and then information about more podcasts because this is not the only podcast that we'll be doing and information on the book, when it's gonna come out. Oh, BTW, for those who have any idea about the book I've been writing. Deadline's probably gonna get pushed back, but that's not new, but we're working on it. I'm just saying, don't be surprised. Uh, I will keep, and that's the hope for the website. We'll keep everybody uh, posted on what is to come. So again, I'm Mitchell Herring. Thank you so much for tuning in to Good Morning Podcast, and have a great rest of the day. I'm out. Mm-hmm.